What's up? This is Opus the Dopus from Dead by Wednesday, and you're watching today's Boondoggle. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this intro before the intro of our today's Boondoggle radio show. Uh, as you know, we're a veteran-owned and operated podcast, and this has been an incredibly therapeutic journey for me as a veteran that struggles with PTSD and anxiety, just getting out and talking to people. But uh, it does cost us some money, so if you feel so obliged to donate to our GoFundMe, we have a GoFundMe under Today's Boondoggle. We also have a Venmo at Today's Boondoggle that you can donate to. Uh, our anchor sponsorship at anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle uh, any questions comments suggestions complaints you can email us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and please follow us on our social media sites at, uh, at today's boondoggle on instagram facebook twitter all your uh, social media platforms as well as our youtube channel our rumble channel and our BitChute channel please follow subscribe comment and download and please consider checking out our sponsors. If you uh, support our sponsor, Dream Nutrition, you can receive 10% off your order by using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. So Dream Nutrition, they're a veteran-owned and operated company as well. So please support them and receive 10% off using the promo code BOONDOG10. Thanks for your time and thanks for listening. The Pinnacle of Rock Festivals in the United States. Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival returns to historic Cruise Stadium with the biggest lineup ever to rock Columbus. Slipknot. Disturbed. Pantera. Limp Biscuit. Evanescence. Judas Priest. Stain. Rise Against. And the original Misfits, plus a day to remember. Falling in reverse, breaking Benjamin, 311, sleep till either in this moment. Faye, Cypress Hill, Sum 41, Carrie King, and Thrax. And that's just the beginning. Over 120 bands, four days, and for the first time ever, a fourth stage to give you more metal, more rock, and more mayhem. May 16th through the 19th at Historic Cruise Stadium in Columbus, Ohio. Tickets on sale today at SonicTempleFestival.com. Some people will go to any lengths to pop, my man. I mean, pop. Like, just this past year, I resorted to deadlifting my girl's Tesla so my chassis could outshine the competition. But what's more important is nutrition. And that just blows my mind. That's why I let TNT Health put together my workout and meal plan and everyone's seeing results now. And that's why it makes my heart soar like a hawk to share with all of today's Boondoggle fans that if you use promo code Boondoggle, you can receive 10% off your purchase at TNTHealth.com. So remember what the macho man says. Go to TNTHealth.com. 
get some product. Use promo code Boondoggle and save. Especially if you want pythons the size that look like they come off of Skull Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now hang it up. Hang it up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going on everybody it's bill bailey with today's boondoggle and a uh, real quick housekeeping note you're watching us on youtube or rumble or BitChute or odyssey please hit that follow and subscribe button and if you're listening to us on spotify or apple google whatever podcast platform you're utilizing please hit that follow and subscribe button so we can continue to bring you conversations like the one i'm bringing you today i'm bringing you the word of the lord the lord <laughs> I'm talking with Lord Nelson today. Nelson, man. that is. They gotta say Nelson, that is. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, man. It's great to be here, young man. And uh, thank you for having me once again. It's a, it's a, it's a pleasure for me. Believe me when I say that. I'm not just saying that because it's what we do. I, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you very much. No, I'm happy to have you, man. I'm glad our, our mutual friend Chris Aiken. Yes, sir. Put, the, put this connection together, and uh, you know, I was enjoying our talk. Yeah, you know, we, we could have kept going on and on before, and I'm like, all right, well, we should get some of this on the air. You know, <laughs> content. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, content. <laughs> content is king, man. And we got like so much to talk about with 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 your story, but usually when I have somebody on for the first time, I like to get a get a background. So, do you remember originally what did you want to be when you grew up? I always knew, knew that my well, I'm gonna say that when I was a younger, smaller guy, I was always good, pretty good at football and fast. And I was like, I'm gonna be a receiver. I want to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to be Lynn Swan when I was young. You know, those are the things that I thought. You know, being a, a military kid, you know, we traveled a few places. So I was just like, oh, what my dad loved the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I always wanted to be a receiver, but I know that my family was, we always enjoyed music. Music was always in the house, always. My mom and dad played music all the time. So we all loved music, every single one of us. So some of us played in bands and, uh, you know, uh, high school bands and things like that. And then my brother's a DJ. He's been a DJ since, I mean, the early 80s. Uh, even when they used to do, you know, like bring shows in and do stuff, just like you were saying, promote shows bringing down Run DMC and all these other groups way back when. So I was there as a, a young kid seeing all this and, 
and being on the side stage when all these artists would come in and man, that's, then I was like, man, if I ever get an opportunity to do some music, man, Run DMC made me want to do rap and, and, and write. I've always been able to write always. I've always written stories and stuff when I was young in school. That's one thing I would always excel at, but, uh, cause I just see everything. So I'm so visual, but, uh, yeah. Music, something that I always wanted to do, man, and then finally it happened for me. So it's it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. So it, that that childhood imagination, uh, yes, that you know, um, seems to like you know we're we're drifting away from these days. But back when we didn't have a lot, and that's all we had, yeah. You know, like you said, you're very visual, creating the stories in our heads. I I was. I was very similar myself. I, I mm -hmm. found I, my mom never threw stuff out, you know, well, and then it got passed uh -huh. on to me. And now I can't throw stuff out, but I see these <laughs> old, like, stories that I'd write. Right. In school, you know, it's just like, yes. man, it's like, uh, you know, I had my own Star Wars trilogy, man. If I could <laughs> find the right bankroll behind it, you know, <laughs> get this stuff Indeed. out there. But... <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but then, uh, now you were saying with the with the music you were exposed at at a young age and uh well I, you know also being a military brat you got to mm -hmm. travel travel around and see yes. other places but where were you at when uh you said you were uh side stage getting to watch the uh so, the action taking place So Fort Jackson South Carolina um which we lived uh, we lived here for like 5 years in uh on Fort Jackson and Man, you know, just going to the teen clubs, going to hang out with my, you know, my brother. My brother worked with this company, uh, this dude named Bobby. Uh, <laughs> this dude named Bobby. And so they really would bring in talent. And, of course, he was a DJ. So even at a young age, he would sneak me in the club, uh, you know, just to he snuck me in there just so I can carry speakers for him because, you know, I was a big guy. He's like my little big brother. Let me let me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get him so he can carry, you know, back in the day when you used to carry crates of records, when you used to carry uh, all the big speakers and load them up and wrap up chords and all those things, you know, that's old school. But I yeah. was right there seeing all of that. And I thank him so much uh, for allowing me to be there. You know, he looked out for me. He made sure that I wasn't doing anything crazy, but um, he had me in those environments. And so that Run DMC show, um, I just will never forget it. Just being on that side stage and, and so many of those artists, Run DMC, Orange, Juice Jones, Felix and Jarvis, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Starsky, Lovebug. It was just a, a, you know, Nucleus. I had Cosmo on my show from Nucleus, you know, who had one of the greatest rap songs, dance song, uh, you know, jam on it. And I'll never forget those things. I'll never forget having those conversations with those guys. It's just like when I think about it, it's just like it just happened yesterday. I could see it yeah. so clearly. And so that 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 inspired me. Run DMC really inspired me to really start writing, writing. Of course, I was already listening to the, you know, the beginning of hip hop and things like that of the early 80s. But um, Run DMC really got me and said, like, hey, man, I could do this, too, man. And so, uh, you know, I'm just thankful. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, too. It's like, you know, sometimes they say, you know, uh, be careful when you meet your heroes. You right. Know? But uh it sounded like most of the time it was a great experience that helped, you know, uh, encourage and motivate you to pursue your, your path. I, I just think that the person that I am, um, you know, a lot of people like Volbeat has a song uh, called, uh, you know, Counting. And it's counting all the assholes in the room. And so it's it's a true statement that that can happen. But I really haven't had those situations to where I've met uh, people that are just really, truly assholes because I always 
present and move forward in love. That's how yeah. I start everything off. Now, if you're an asshole, it'll show and I can move away from that. But even even then, I always say you either love me or you love to hate me, but it's still love. You know, so I'm not worried about all those things. I just remove myself from any situation. But meeting most of the people that I've met, I, I can't say that I've met anybody that has been where I'm just like, oh, man, he's a total asshole. I, I just I just haven't. And I just guess I'm blessed to have been there. And I know they are out there, <laughs> of course. But, but, yeah. but, but once again, I'm not going to let that discourage me or bother me because I know who I am. So I'm just thankful and grateful for the person that I am. And and uh, that's how it goes, man. And and I will say quickly that like my wife. So Run DMC, I always loved Run DMC. So my wife got Russell Simmons a couple of times to wish me a happy birthday, you know, to, to call in and, uh, you know, on my 50s, he wished me a man. I cried like a big baby. I'm a big emotional person, <laughs> but it was just amazing. And I'm I, with you. Yeah, I was just so thankful and grateful, man, that that a person of his stature and I got the utmost respect for him, you know, would, would call and, and say that for me. So, man, yeah, it's it love, man. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, I get all excited when Vinny Stigma from Agnostic Front wishes me a Merry Christmas, you know? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> but I can't imagine, you know? But, oh, my uh, goodness. What, what I, I really like, too, and, and something that I've learned, and I've tried to teach my daughters this because they're they're huge uh, music fans now as right. well, big musical family. I mean, their tastes mm-hmm. are different different than mine, but they have been able to, you know, I've been blessed now, especially years sober, you know, I'm, I'm building more bridges than I'm burning them these days. Right, you know? right. So I get to experience those uh, situations, you know, with being invited to the dressing room and backstage. And, right, indeed. And, um, you know, so I try and teach my daughters, though, that it's like, well, this is their house. We're being mm-hmm. respectful when we enter yes. their house. Yes. You know, and uh, usually, like you said, if, you, if you're coming at them with love and they don't reciprocate it, then you know to move away. But right. nine times out of ten, if you're like, hey, if somebody's eating and I see somebody, I don't bother them. That's right. You know, it's like, man, yeah. I'm a big fan of that person. I want to tell them. But now's not the time, you right. know, like <laughs> at the urinal but a lot of people don't have that common sense sometimes i right. i see in in the environment and then they go around oh that person was such an asshole to me well did you let them wipe their ass first right, you know? right. Indeed. I mean, Indeed. it's just like you know they don't they don't see like how they approached it you yeah. know so it's like i try you know i I feel you on that, man. Yeah, and then being around people like we are, we, we get to have conversations with with people who are on those next levels. And and we understand it, I think, a little bit more. I think the public at hand, they, they are excited about seeing somebody that's not around them or whatever like that. You said the perfect thing. If you, if you see somebody doing things, and I've been around a few people, when I see them, I might fan out on the inside, but I'm not going to lose my mind, you know, around them like that because I want to give them all the respect that they need yeah. all the respect that they need and let them know that it's all love with me, man. you know, I'm not going to run around here, but there are other people who don't get to see these kind of people and, and they're just excited. So, so I get it. So, you know, I, I've never had a problem with people coming up to me at all, you know, in the time that I've done things, man, I'm just welcome, you know? And uh, yeah. so I just, try, you know, be, I, I do my best to be the best version of me. That's it. All I can do is be me. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've come to find out over the years now, you know, it's just like because of, you know, trying to be my best version as well right. and, and respecting their boundaries, mm-hmm. I have a more authentic relationship that I built right. with them now over the years because they know, okay, 
I don't have to worry about this dude right, like, that's right. losing his shit and you know drawing attention and doing something dumb. You know? Indeed. So Indeed. I agree. I'm still working on that with my oldest daughter, but you know we'll get there. MGK's like security guard recognizes her every time he comes to town to Cleveland. He's like I'm watching you. Like chill, chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, listen, you just got to let them know that they are just as important as anybody else. Exactly. And when you know who you are and, and you understand that they are the other people over there, they make great music and do their thing, but they're human just like you. That has always oh, yeah. kept me grounded, man. Listen, you're no better than me. We're all good. You make great music I love, but you're not better than me. <laughs> They, I remember when they, they first got to meet him, you know, uh -huh. and they like called me because he's got his coffee shop here in Cleveland and everything right. like that. And they're like, dad, dad, he's like right here. We we, we want to go say hi. What, what do we what do we do? And I'm just like, I was like, tell him I was at his one of his first shows at the Blind Lemon right. Club when he was just getting started, uh -huh. you know, and then that they 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 walked up and said, excuse me. You know, they're polite. And then they mentioned that. Right. And it was just like his armor fell off. He's like, man, I miss those days, man. He was there, you know, and then and then it was cool. They had a connection. Of course, yes. she still had a little bit of meltdown, but, you know, <laughs> when, when she got a picture with him. all that. But, you know, at least, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's like and I've been there, you know, right. But, uh, it's good to pass down the knowledge through experience of course. You know, and share share these memories now with my with with my kids, you know, it's a day, man. Awesome. But, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you too, then, you know, so as you started realizing it, as you were writing and uh, started realizing that you wanted to be a part of like, when was it that you actually started venturing out and, and doing your own thing? Were you still in high school? Had you guys settled down somewhere? So, so in it was once again, Fort Jackson, um, young guy. I would do, you know, sometimes we do little like talent things or whatever, but everybody knew that I I was a writer and freestyler at the time and 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 rapping and doing my thing. And once again, you got friends from every culture there. So I listened to everything. So I just loved music. I'm not a genre snob. I never have been. You know, my parents listened to everything. So um my brother would, you know, give me the microphone at at these at these clubs and stuff and let me get up there and do some of the stuff I, you know, would write. And uh, he and I were like a little group there for a while. And then I had some other little groups with friends and things like that. But the very first big time was right after I graduated from high school, Richland Northeast in Columbia, South Carolina. Yes, indeed. The fighting Cavaliers. <laughs> anyway, after I got out of high school, my brother had these guys, these military dudes that he knew well, and they had a group and they were looking for another guy. And, and the group was called World Tour MCs. And so they uh easy ease they call him hanif black hercules he's a big guy have have black half cuban guy real cool dude though so he comes in and he wants to see what i have so he's just like well let me see what your brother's got man you just telling me your brother's real real good let's see what he has so he came over there and then we just freestyled and i just ran things for him and he was just like okay you're in you're definitely <laughs> in because i was a little bit younger than them you know so he was just like okay you're in so what happened after that is that there was a show coming up like within a week or so. And um, we did a show down in Winter Haven, Florida. And as World Tour MCs, and then we opened up for the Boogie Boys. And it was amazing. We went down there and had a, once again, I was already hooked, but now I'm in it fully. Because now here I am doing a show. 
And now we're doing shows as World Tour MCs. Uh, and, and we did a few shows that was just, the place was just totally packed out. And it was just a different vibe. And here I am with these older, confident guys, and now I'm building up my confidence also. So after that, sky was the limit, man. It was it, it was on. And so I just started doing my own thing and, and writing. And, and then, you know, I get married. I have children and all those things. So it wasn't as pressing to me because I wanted that family. And that's what I had. And so I was happy that I had that family. So, you know, my wife and I, we put all of our time into our children. So... Now I'm getting on. I'm running on, man. I'm sorry. So I, I answer your question. But the, the thing is getting to the point of when I got with Stuck Mojo. So here I am at a Fishbone, De La Soul, and Goody Mob concert. And I, we, I see a friend of mine that I graduated with, uh, Reggie, and he was in there. And he's just like, hey, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in forever. You know? And I was just like, yeah, it's been a minute. And then he said, hey, you know our boy Theron, another guy that graduated with us, who was the lead singer of Stuck Mojo, the original Bones. He was just like, "Hey man, Bones is is with a, a band called Stuck Mojo, and they'll be here in about a you know a couple weeks." And so he's like, "Man, you need to come down and check it out." I said, "I'm there." And so, boom, here it is. I'm walking down to this show, and it's a place called Rockefellers at the time in, in Columbia, South Carolina. And I'm just walking down, and I look, and I see this dude that looks like the Theron I knew from, you know, high school, but he's dressed differently. He's got dreads and they're curled up like some devil horns. And I'm just like, and here I am in my Tommy Hilfiger khakis and shirt. And, I'm, you know, I'm just a preppy like dude and I'm coming down. And all of a sudden he sees me and he screams my name out so loudly. It was just, oh, I was just like, oh my gosh, it is him. So we just hug it out, man, and it's it's just love. And we're just looking at each other, man, and I was just like, man, I haven't seen you in so long because we hadn't seen each other since high school. And so it had been a few years. And so I was yeah. just like, oh, my gosh. And the story I just told him, because I just had him on my show a few weeks ago, the story I, I, I told him, just me walking up and these guys were talking to him because he was, you know, hobnobbing with the fans, you know, like talking with the fans. And so this guy was just like, told his little brother, he said, tell him, tell him. And the little guy just looked up at him and said, Bones, you're a god. And I was just like, what the hell is, what the, what is going on? <laughs> he just called Bones a god. I was just like, oh my goodness, this is, this is wild. So we go in the club, we're sitting at the bar, you know, fans are coming up buying them shots and things like that. And so he says, okay, man, I need to get ready for the show. And I was like, okay. So I said, well, you know, I'm going to be right up front. And so I walk in there and I walk up to the front of the stage and they're about to come out. And so I look behind me and nobody's behind me. Everybody's like 15 feet behind me. And I'm like, why are they not up here, man? I'm, I'm ready to enjoy this show. Let's, let's, let's have a good time. And so they come out there and they do their intro. And then that first lick that Rich hits that uh, like that, man, and they go into the song. Everybody, I'm in a mosh pit. And they start <laughs> slinging it. And I'm just laughing. I was just like, oh, my goodness. So this was my first introduction to Stuck Mojo. And so, man, they're just like, we're throwing me around, hit me in the back and stuff like that. But it was amazing. So from that moment, I was caught up in it. And it goes on to where I become the front man for it. I don't know, I mean, I don't know if you want to hear all of that, man. You know? Yeah, I, I well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk too much. I don't want to talk too much. 
<laughs> I don't want to talk too much, but you know, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear, though. Go ahead. No, were, I think you were reading my notes, yeah, because I was gonna, <laughs> you know, I wanted to see like after you know, uh, the uh, was it MC Worldwide or World Tour MC, <laughs> World Tour MC, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have wrote that down. I know. No, but, no uh, I love it. I love but, it. But but after. Uh, <laughs> After that, like I, I was gonna ask, like, how did the Suck Mojo thing come together? And then you just right. shared how how so somebody you went to high school with is now right, you know, yeah. I, and, so, and then when when did uh you know it transition where you got to be so in. now so that's yeah, that's why I wanted to pause just in case it it, yeah. it, it, it give it some air and let you do what you do, and uh <laughs> so before that I was in a um also in um a group called first platoon with a couple of my guys, um, friends of mine. And, uh, we, it was just good, man. We just had a military theme. You know, I came from a military family and they actually both were in the air force. And so we just came up with this thing. And then we, we did a little like EP and, uh, which was good. And these all were just very, very talented individuals. And then I had a, a group where it was my brother and I, I didn't mention that it was called prep P R E P. So I was a preppy dude. And, uh, it 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 stands for positively rocking every party. I'm a positive guy. Nice. And that's where it was. So that's that's what I was doing. So uh fast forward to the Stuck Mojo. Uh Stuck Mojo came back to town again. And um so I I brought some of our, our other friends that we graduated with to this show. And so I told Theron after the show, we hung out a little bit, you know, went to a fan spot. And you know, they were blazing up a little bit. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm straight edge. I'm a straight edge dude. They were blazing up, but we were just having great conversations just in there, you know, as it was passing around, you know, puff, puff, pass. I was like, pass, pass beyond me, you know. It was all love, you know. I never judge. Do your thing, yeah, yeah. enjoy your life. So I told him, I said, if you ever need me to write or do anything, just let Rich know. Let, you know, I'm just letting all you guys know because I got to meet Rich and Frank and Corey. And I said, I'm just letting you guys know if you ever need me for anything, you know, because I love this too. It's what I do. And so, would you know, they hit me up to get on some songs with them. And so here it is, man. I'm going to Atlanta. Me and another guy we graduated with, Tony Morton, because he and Theron played in the uh, band together, the marching band together at, at Richmond Northeast. So here it is. We go down and, man, get on a couple of songs and it's love and we're having a great time. Come back home. Well, we actually went to a party after that, a little little party, Bones and I and and Tony, and hung out with some guys and had a great time. And then we head on back from Atlanta to Columbia, South Carolina, which is where I stay. And so I'm wondering when I'm going to hear the songs, you know, when are they going to be finished? So they actually come to Columbia and do some, you know, do a show or two. And I'm like, hey, when are the songs? They were like, well, we're not putting it out yet or whatever. So they've got some internal beef going on. I don't know anything about this, you know, none of my business. It's what they've got going on. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I asked, um, I was with my son at AAU basketball practice. And so I called uh, Bones. I was like, hey, man, um, just just checking to see when those songs are coming out. And he said, I'm not with them anymore. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, some things going on. I don't really want to talk about it, but I'm not there anymore. He said, but listen, here's Rich's number. Call Rich and um, ask him when they, you know, they're going to release whatever. And he said, you can holler at him. I said, okay. So I called Rich. And so he didn't answer at first, but then he called me back. 
And then he said, hey, man, what's going on? I said, yeah, I'm just calling to check to see, you know, about when the songs are coming out, when is the album coming out? And he said, well, can I ask you a question? He said, does the um, offer still stand for you to help us write? And I was like, man, he's stuck mojo, Rich Ward, it's, you know, uh, Bones, all this. I was just like, yeah, of, of course I'll help you guys write. Because in my mind, they're having, who knows what they're having, but I'm not thinking that Bones is not a part of this band anymore. You know, not really in my mind. You know, people go through things. That's what it is. So yeah. we just started writing. I just started writing. He sent me music. I'm just like, man, I'm on this. Nothing. It's easy to me. Man, he's sending me this great music. I'm writing. I'm writing. So the next thing you know, we've written, I've written some songs for him. And so Rich hits me. He says, I want to ask you a question. And I said, okay. He said, we've been looking for a lead singer. Right? And I was like, so this is really how it is. I mean, so Bones and I, he's like, yeah, we've been looking for a lead singer. And you've written all these songs. And done all these demos for us and it's amazing so it's like what do you think so actually this is when they came up here and asked me we were working on a song and so came up and they said well what do you think and i was like oh man i was like oh wait a minute hold hold on you know i was kind of hit you know like when they say you get hit like a stack of bricks or whatever like that I was hit you know and i was just like well that's something i got to think about and so I, you know, started talking to all the people. Rich kind of gave me a background of what was going on. So I just started talking to my wife and friends and a whole lot of people like, man, what this is. And then, you know, a lot of people was like, you can't miss this offer. You can't. This is a, a great offer. And I was just like, well, but Bones, I said, that's my that's my brother, man. I was like, I, I feel weird about this. But there's like this is an opportunity. So, you know. I know people on the outside looking in, it was just like, because some people said like, yeah, some people like, my wife was just like, ah, maybe you need to talk to him first. And I said, I do need to talk to him first. But by the time I had talked to him, they had released the song. They released the song. And so the next thing I know, my phone was blowing up and it was him like, yo, man. And I was just like, hey. So at that time, you know, you had free minutes after like six or seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, I'm going to call him at seven o'clock. You know, so where it's free and I can just talk to him. So I left the house and I just went, uh, you know, around the corner and I just sat in my truck and I was just like, hey, man. And so he was like, you know, he, he just went in and I gave him every opportunity to say everything because he had every right to me to say what he said. And I said, hey, I wanted to let you know what was going on because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And so I'm, I'm like, wanted to talk to you about this. And so we had a long conversation a beautiful conversation. He wasn't bad with me at all. He was just like, you know, he, he, I'm not going to say he wasn't mad with me at all. He was a little upset, but he wasn't, it wasn't directed to me per se. And so I was just yeah. like, hey, so he just kind of went through everything. We got off the phone with pure love. If we were, if he was in front of me, we would have hugged each other. And um, he said, well, I'll just talk to you soon. So now fast forward, we're about to go on tour. And so he calls me one night. And we're just talking. And I was coming back from, you know, doing a little workout. And um, so I was just like, what's going on, man? He said, what's up? I was just like, hey, man, just finished working out, you know, getting ready for this thing. He said, oh, you guys about to do a tour or whatever. I said, yes. And so he said, yeah, man, it could have been bad. He said, a lot of people want me to hate you. And um, I said, I hear you. Because that's that's me. I'm just like, I'm not going to get riled up too much. If I get riled up and I go to the edge, call me Cliff because I'm probably not coming back. I'm probably not coming <laughs> back. But it takes me, you know, it takes a lot to get me riled up. So yeah. I just simply told him, 
I said, hey man, I wanna say something to you. I said, right at this moment, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, what would you like me to do? And I said, if you tell me not to do this, I won't do it. And I said, right there at this very moment, I said, that is the most honest I could ever be with you. I said, because it's you, I won't do it. And he said, nah, man. He said, you have my blessings. He said, go wow. out there and do your thing and handle your business and uh, make it what it is. And I, you know, so I've always had the utmost respect for him. A lot of times when I talk about it, he didn't like me to say that, but I, I tell him I'm so thankful to him for allowing me to even come there. I'm thankful to Rich also, but but it started off with Bones bringing me into the fold and and saying yeah. like this this guy has some talent. And so after that, I do two studio albums with Stuck Mojo, and and now it just propelled me to do everything else that I'm doing. So yeah, man, that's my long short story. But but people always tell me, man, just take your time and tell that story because people really want to hear it. Yeah, yeah and yeah, and that was very important uh, for fans to hear and for for me to hear because you know it's like uh, I mean it just says the level of of respect and friendship that you guys had yes. for yes. each other and stuff and um, you know had he you know being the the real friend that he was he knew what a good opportunity it was for you and right you know given his blessing that's huge man because you can go out there and you know with negativity hanging over your shoulders positive as you are other people's energy can still right be be coming at you but man once you had that blessing it's just like then you're good to go man yes indeed that blessing that that blessing meant it all man and he didn't understand you know, a lot of time, I know he understands, but he just like, you know, it, it's it's kind of humbling. And um, it's just how we were raised. He's a military kid, too. So, you know, the way we were raised, those kind of things mean something to us. And uh, that's my brother yeah. for life, man. And he, you know, he's the greatest. So, you know, it's all love. Yeah. Back when our words, you know, meant something, too. You know? Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> so, it's definitely that's a beautiful thing. And what, you know, um, what, what what's your relationship with him today? Just like I said, I just had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, um, and I've been wanting to get him on for a while. And then he finally was just like, "Hey, I just want to give you some time to get you, you know, your feet up under you doing, you know, your show." And uh, man, we just had a great conversation, man. That's that's my guy. We're gonna do a part two. I'm just waiting for him to agree to that uh, to do the part two, so we can talk more about music. We just uh, got a little emotional and just just showed love to each other once again. He, that, that's my guy. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. it's, it's love. That's my guy. Yeah. So that, I mean, and I want to talk more about your show as well, but like for me doing this mm-hmm. has been like, uh, you know, like, uh, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm 14 years sober, but you know, I, I had to learn how to, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of, you know, anxiety, PTSD, you know, that, and, right. and uh, just you know, once you, I don't have the crutch anymore. I got to start learning how to talk and communicate and, mm. and form relationships. So this is like part of my healing when I do Got this, you. you know, it's like, I enjoy the real authentic conversations when people are transparent and share their, right. You know, we could sit there, we could, we could, we could go down the checklist and mm-hmm. the resume yeah. all, all day, you know, look what I did. Look at these gold records and this right. and that, but right. I like to get into the, the skin, no, you that's, know, that's real. That's real. I and, love it. um, yeah. And, it, you know, and it, and for me, you know, I, I've by by me being honest and authentic, like you said, how you approach a situation mm-hmm. I've had, I've been blessed with 
some of my guests opening up about stuff they probably never opened up about before. Right. right. And then I formed that, then we formed that relationship and I've been invited since to, you know, so many other, you know, so many people I never thought I'd have in my life on my phone, you right. know, or, you right. know, that, uh, just by being, being our real authentic selves and, and facing our, uh, you know, uh, working through our stuff, you know, and being real. And, and I think the audience, the fans, like, yeah, they're, they're they want to hear about the recording process and what went into this. And this mm-hmm. is my jam and whatever. But I think when you pull the curtain back on Oz, you right. know, the great right. Oz, yes, you know, right. It, it, they, they love that as well. Like, wow, this person struggled with this. And I mm-hmm. look up to them. I have them here, but it's like they 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 went through something I'm going through. Right. I can get through it too, you know? Yeah, because it's conversation. I, yeah. I always say we're asking questions, but it's 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 less of an interview, but more of a conversation. And that's what I want to have with every single person that comes on my show. I want to have a conversation. I I, I want to know about you. I'm just not having you here and it's just like, hey, hey, what, what? No, I'm just like, so. I really want to know about that. I really want to know about your background. I really do. I'm, I'm very interested in it. Just like I say, I'm visual. So when you're yeah. taking me down that trip that you have been through, I'm right there with you riding shotgun. So I can see it. I'm just like, wow, you went through this. Wow. Amazing. So that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. And then what did, you know, what did you learn from that experience? Mm. Um, you know, how did, okay, well, this didn't work for you. Now I know, you know, yes. It's yeah. like, you know, me being in recovery, you know, I was at a meeting this morning and this is like, um, I, I, I learned from the people of what to do and what not to do, you know, mm-hmm. that have come before me, you know, right. and they helped me to pass that message along, you know, and that's what I like to do with these, these conversations as well. But, uh, how did, uh, the, I, I mean, how did, uh, your show come to come together then uh when did you put this together the was it live and loud with the lord live and um, loud with the lord nelson that is yeah so <laughs> so me during that pandemic so let me go back i had a, a guy that uh named rodney love and i'll say his whole name good old rodney is a young guy really smart dude um read a lot was into music deeply he kept me up on a lot of music because he loved music too and um, we worked together back in the day. And he was like, hey, man, I bought you these books. He said, you love to run your mouth and talk. And you're loud and crazy as could be. He said, there's this thing where people are doing podcasts. And I said, podcast? And he's like, yeah, so take these books, man. It might be something good for you. And I was just like, yeah, okay. So I kind of browsed through it. But at that time, excuse me, at that time, Man, I'm still into the music. I'm just like, man, I'm not trying to be a podcaster, you know? I'm like, I love this music, man. I still want to be out there on the road. I want to do these kind of things. So, hold on a second. There's always something popping up on your screen. All right. Get out of there. I apologize. So, um, I had the um, those books, and I was like, nah, that's not what I'm going to do. So, fast forward, pandemic time. My son and I, I said, I look at my son and I said, hey, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I've been wanting to do a show with him. For years, I've been wanting to do a show with him because we have such a, a great relationship and we just clown and, and laugh. And so we created a show called The Going In Podcast. And so he's still a busy young man, you know, still out there doing his thing. 
So we did we did some shows, but he he wasn't not that he wasn't into it like me. I just got a different kind of thing that I'm into when it comes to yeah. music because I, I like everything. Not that they don't like everything because they've heard everything also, but they're kind of in their thing. So some of the guests that I would bring on is just like he was like, man, I don't know nothing about this. I'm just over here sitting down, just whatever. So what I did is I said, you know what? I'm having so much fun with this because I was having fun with him, though. Just, you know, having been able to talk with my son and have a good conversation because it was always fun. And we did some great shows. Um, but I said, you know what? I'm going to create my own show and do my thing where I talk about music or anything related to music with these people, you know, certain people that I know or whatever like that. So I was like, I love talking about music. I love having conversations with people about music. So not just any one genre. I wanted to do it all. I wanted to bring everybody to to my world and I wanted to enter their world. So I went with going with, you know, uh, with the live and live with the Lord. And here I am just doing my thing. And so I reached I started reaching out to people. So I reached out to Joshua Toomey. Talk to me, you know. Yeah. And so when you talk with guys and that, you know, that you're friends with on Facebook and things like that. We never really talked personally, but they knew of me and I can always remember seeing his his thing out there and following him and, and you know, saying, like, hey, but this guy is something else. So I had him on my show. He agreed to come on the show. Nice. And I was just like, man, thank you so much, man. And he, he didn't know. I bet I was so green with it still trying to, you know, and I was like, hey, man, um, just just thank you and asking him questions and being that guy because I was still learning, really. And, and he was just really graceful. And uh, just let me do what I do. And then he said, hey, Lord Nelson, you know that um, Chris Aiken, and this is where he brings Chris Aiken. He's like, you know, this Chris Aiken is a really, he's a fan of Stuck Mojo's, man. He's got respect for you and whatever. Like He said, you need to holler at Chris. And I said, of course. And so he's like, Chris Cleveland and everything like that. So he hooked, just like Chris hooked us up, Josh was that bridge to Chris and myself. Nice. So Chris comes I'm interviewing Chris. We're having a conversation. And Chris, you know, Chris is cool. He's a professional. Chris is that guy. It's, you know, there's nothing to him. But we're having a great conversation. And then when I see Chris, I look at Chris and I said, Chris, Cleveland. I said, Chris, did I meet you in Cleveland at a Stuck Mojo show? He said, yes. Yes, you did. Because when I saw him, I was just like, I remembered him immediately. Because we really yeah. chopped it up. He was really, you know, talking with Rich, but we talked after the show. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh, man. I said, I can recall that. I remember. And so we just started laughing. And we Health just had a straight edge, right? Oh, yeah, listen. <laughs> 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 definitely, definitely, because I remember so much. And so he was just like, yeah. So after the show, he hit me back later. I was telling him when the show was going to be out. So he hit me back later and he said, hey, I like what you're doing. It, it, I had a great time with you. He said, what do you think about coming on the CMS Network? And I was just like, wow, man. I said, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And so I I really didn't have to think about it, you know. I gave it a moment or so, but I really had to think about it. I was just <laughs> like, man. I said, of course, man. I said, I'm there. And um, And so, boom, here we are. Continues moving. I'm here right now. I'm talking with you. On, I'm on the Boondoggle podcast. So it's all about, you know. It's a beautiful yeah, man. thing, man. I thank Chris. I thank Josh so much. I thank Chris so much, man. It's just been amazing. And every and let me say that every guest that I've had on my show 
every single person. I don't care if it's from the biggest person to the smallest person. I, I treat them all the same with the utmost respect because they deserve it. And for them taking some precious time out of their busy schedules to spend time with me, it's priceless to me. It really is. And 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 that's authentically me. That's that's how I love, and I always want them to know that. Yeah. So that's how that's how I came to be, man. That's how I'm here today. Yeah, man. And you know, yeah, Chris, you know, like I said, he's been uh he knew me back in my promotion days and yeah. my, my wild dollar bill days or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and uh you know, and he stayed my friend even through that, you know. And then as I got sober and I'm going through, you know, life and just kind of getting, right. you know, dipping my toes in this podcast realm. Yes. You know, he yes. helped me, guide me around. And then I got that same invite, man. I'm on the network. Yes, it too. Did. I'm like, yeah, man, let's take it to the next level because I don't know what I'm doing. I suck with this social media stuff. And building, <laughs> I ain't a 14 year old TikTok girl, you know. Right, 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 like, right. I'm right. trying to build up a following on there, but it's like. But I can talk, you know, yes, I can talk did. to people, have fun. I can build some content, but, 100%. you know, <laughs> I definitely need his guiding light. And then, you know, it's because of him that uh, it's like, you know, I got familiar with Josh as well. Yes. So I follow Josh and, and, and his work and I got to meet Josh at uh, Louder Than Life this past oh, really? uh, yeah, summer awesome. in Louisville. I go, yes. go up to Josh and I'm like, hey, man, I'm Bill Bailey. I'm a, uh, we got a mutual friend, Chris Aiken. He's like, you sure you want to say that out loud? Another bridge that uh, Chris put together, you know, of course. Man? he's that dude. He's that guy, man. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. And then. um. You know, I wanted to ask too about, um, you, you know, you're, you, now that, because I, I mean, same thing, like during, especially during COVID, you know, it's uh -huh. like, I mean, Chris got me hooked with the stream yard here before I was just doing like phoners and stuff, you know? Right, right, right. And uh, this is taking it to a new level. And, and like mm -hmm. during COVID, you know, it's like, you know, I'm doing the same, you know, uh, building this thing up. I had nothing else to do but time and I'm opening doors, right. I'm networking and getting people on here. Yes. building some content but uh once we got through that obviously mm -hmm. you're enjoying what you're doing so you're keeping the right. uh podcast going mm -hmm. but you're also you're also able to get back out on the road and and record again so let's talk about you know your current project uh the plastic catastrophe how that yes. came to be so plastic catastrophe with lord nelson is an amazing project. And I always, my, my brother MMA, the magnificent Matt Acevedo, that's what I call him. That's what I've given him that name, but he is that guy. So within my time in music, I've had amazing musicians. You know, Rich Ward, Mike Martin, Sean Delson, Rodney Bobo, Frank. Um, here I am trying to remember Frank's last name, but Frank Stuck Mojo. Um, I know I'm at LSU. Of course, you know, all the, the, the former guys of, of Stuck Mojo, Corey Lowry, which I'm cool with. Corey's my guy. He's one of the greatest guys in the world. And um, so them and then with my band Lies that I was with, you know, with Sebastian and Matt and uh, um, Laurent, all of these guys were just good dude and Frank there, too. So all of these guys were just really good guys and talented musicians. And then I moved to No Power, No Crown with Big Steve, who was our sound guy for Stuck Mojo, and he had been around Stuck Mojo and Fozzie for the longest time. So those things that he he was doing, and so he was just like, hey, you know, I've got a band up here in Charlotte, you know, why don't you come and do some stuff with us, you know? And so I was just like, I was kind of like on a little hiatus, just writing my own stuff, doing my own thing. 
And um, so I was just like, yeah. So I came up and did a few things with them. And then they were just like, well, why don't you front us, you know? And so started doing that. So the No Power, No Crown thing was, was cool as can be. We did an album also, which was amazing. You know, the wake up call. Did some shows and had a ball on stage with these guys. You know, these, these, yeah, listen. So let me, let me run them down right quick. Big Steve, uh, Justin, I call him Just Nice. Jeff uh, Trees, the Jet, I call him. Looney was a drummer. Looney was a great drummer. And then we had Matt also. And then we had Jackson. And then we had Cap Nunn. So all of these guys are great musicians. I've been around great musicians, great guitarists. And I'm just like, wow, I've just been blessed. And once again, all of this stuff came from Stuck Mojo. So I'm just thankful. All this stuff goes back to Bones, goes back to Reggie meeting me at that show. So here we go. I am here just kind of doing my thing. And um, the Matt hits me up. He hits me up. His his wife told him, like, send him. We were friends on Facebook. And he said, his wife told him, send him a song. So he sent me a song, right? And I'm always open to stuff like that. You know, I'm like, yo, I don't mind collaborating if something's amazing. So he sent me a song. But I know I was doing the Lord Nelson featuring lies at the time. So maybe I just kind of put it to his side because that's not me. So that was just kind of strange. So anyway, he sent me the song and he said I didn't get back with him. And I was just like, wow, man, that's, that's just strange for me. You know, I didn't get back with you after you sent me a song. I was like, wow. I was like, okay. So his wife, the great, I call her Killer Carm. She's an amazing, amazing young lady. And uh, she said, send him something else. So he sent me another song. And that song was Action off our, our album, uh, The Firestarters. So he sent me the song. I got it. And I listened to it. I was just like, oh, man. So me being me, I wrote something to that, like, I mean, like, I got on it. And so, bam, here it is. So now we're really having communication now. And then the next thing you know, that was like 2019, 2020. Within like four or five months, maybe, we had a whole album. He just kept sending me music. And I was like, thank you. And bow, 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 bow. Next thing you know, we got an album. Next thing you know, we're putting out an album. We uh, uh, signed with MO Music. Uh, it's a boutique uh, internet label that we signed with in France, but that's what I was with uh, with Lord Nelson featuring Lies also. So we signed with them, and we put out that Firestarters album, which I still is an amazing album. And uh, yes, it was independent, great album. So that's how Matt and I got together, and still to this day, that's my Matt is my guy, and I, he's at like the Rich Wards of the world, and and the Steves, and the, the all, all of all, listen. Every uh, musician that I, I mentioned, every great musician, and they're all great musicians, Matt is that guy too. And I call him, I was like, man, you like Prince, man. I said, you do it all because it's just he and I right now. It's just us. And so we're looking to see when we want to get on this road. We're looking like we might be doing an EP here in a moment. We've got so many songs. We've just been releasing singles. And man, these <laughs> we're on Matt Hartness show. Uh, I don't know if you talked to Matt yet. Matt, another great Aftershocks yeah. TV. Matt, Matt is that guy also. And Matt used to own the label, and we were just on Matt's show uh, uh, not too long ago in a great conversation once again. And Matt was just telling, he could see the maturation of where we were at first and now where we are. And and we, you know, love everything, but the music that we have right now that's coming out here soon, man, we are on it so hard, and it's beautiful, and we are just having the most open lovely amazing magnificent i don't know how many more uh, you know uh, to to describe what's going on with us but it's the greatest it's it's I'm, I'm gonna say it's the greatest time we haven't been out on the road like that but it's the greatest time right now because i am totally free 
to be me. I was on the Lord Nelson featuring lies also, totally me. But this is right here. He and I have just, we vibe so well together. He makes that music. He sends me that music because he's in Texas. He sends me the music. I do my thing. I record. I send it back to him. And then I let him do his thing. Now, we, of course, he may ask me this or that or that, but I just let him do him. He lets me do me. And we, we don't have a fear if we want something changed or whatever to have that conversation. But we are so in tune right now. Man, everything's just been beautiful, man. So uh, MMA, the magnificent Matt Acevedo MMA, lives in Texas, but straight from Brooklyn. But he's yeah. <laughs> but he's but he's that guy though. Most definitely. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm always a, a a name person. I'm always curious about uh you know how people come up with certain names. So like uh, -huh. uh tell me about plastic catastrophe. <laughs> you say that so when I came to Matt, when we got together, he already had that name. He had okay. plastic catastrophe already. And I was just like, I got a total respect for him. I was just like, hey, man, whatever you want to do. That's, that's me. I'm easy breezy. I was just like, whatever you want to do, you're bringing me this great music, man. I have to give you that utmost respect, too. And so he'd have to really explain it. He's explained it, what it is. And, and listen, I just roll with it in my mind. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, so many things in the world are fake, you know, it, yeah. catastrophe but we're bringing the real to it i don't know he'd have yeah. to tell you because i just roll with it i was just like it sounds cool to me it is different so yeah yeah i'm, I'm, like, I'm always curious when i hear no, names, i got like, you. you i know, hear like, you i hear yeah. you i'm the same I'm, i am the exact same we have we have to get mad on and have him you know tell you exactly what was his thoughts about it <laughs> i'm always down for getting mma on here man yes indeed that's my hey listen great great he's, he's a genius man i love him man and then, uh, you know, I wanted to ask too, uh, um, you know, uh, what's your relationship now? Do you keep in touch with Rich at all or any of the Fozzie guys or the old so, stuff? So, well, I'm going to say this and I'll be honest about it. I just, uh, I went to, a, like, was it last year or the year before? I went to a Fozzie concert when they actually came here to Columbia. Saw Rich, uh, didn't get to talk to Chris this time, but it, it was like we were, it's like I had, it's like it was yesterday, you know? Everything was good. I have the utmost love and respect for for Rich, and I always will. And um, we don't talk as much as we used to. Um, Mike Martin sometimes, but, you know, on, on online we'll talk because all these guys are busy doing their things. And, and so you remember as, as when we were first talking to have these guys out there doing their things. I'm not one to bother you. I've yeah. asked, you know, I want, I've want i asked Rich to be on the show. I've asked Chris to be on the show. I've asked – the. But I asked Bone so far. I don't. I don't know what it was. Why they were like, they didn't want to do it. I don't know if they thought that I was going to get into some craziness. Maybe I don't know. I'm not that guy. I just wanted to talk with my bandmates, with my brothers. And yeah. not every, not everybody seems like they want to do it. So I was just like, maybe I'm not big enough or whatever like that. But let me go ahead and say to you, I'm big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you're saying too, though, you know, this is like, hey, man, we're all busy, and it, right, this is right. these are these are our fun projects, but yes, we got family, yeah. you right. know, we got life, we still yeah. deal with and stuff yeah. too. So, yeah, no, and I, man, Chris is one of the most busiest people in in, yeah, yeah. in show business, man. Yeah, you know, I'd love to have him on too, but it's like I've been following him from the wrestling days and everything. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That yeah, dude no, did no, 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 podcasting there, everything. There is know? no, there is no problem with it. Do I feel like um? Just me being the person that I am, I know the love that I always give everybody. And remember what we were saying about if it's not reciprocated, then I just move on. 
It's it's yeah. it's not a problem with me. And once again, yes, they're living their lives, doing their things, and, and it's all it's all love. But but PJ Farley, you know, the bass player, I asked him, he came on the show, we had a great conversation. So once once again, it's it's all love. I have not a single problem with anybody, you know. I don't have issues with anybody. If anybody has an issue with me, that's on them. They've got the problem with them. And I'm not saying that that's what's going on or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about with anybody in life, in life. I just don't have time to deal with that other stuff. I live a positive lifestyle. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But my thing is that I move forward in faith and I move forward in positivity. And if you're not that guy or that, that girl, or gal, or however you say it, then I don't have to be around you. You definitely don't have to be around me because I am more than happy with me. I am am thankful and grateful for every single day that I have on this earth. And I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing. But if, if I am in your circumference, if I'm in your circle, if I'm in your life in any kind of way, like right now, we are brothers for life. There's the, the, we, you could call me or or say, "Hey, what's up?" That's where we are because we oh, have. Yeah, a yeah, I got we your number a, now. Look out! Yeah, we have <laughs> no. We have we have a kinship, so there's no disrespect. Yeah, we all get busy. I might call you, or you be like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm doing stuff." You might not be able to answer. I get all of that because the best laid plans. I always remember Mike Martin saying this: "The best laid plans are effed up by life because things go on." So, yep. I am expectations. You know, yes, but see, I've lowered. I've lowered my expectations about people because my saying now, the, this is a Lord Nelson quote, quote, the world is not crazy, it's the people in it. So people do crazy stuff. The world has been doing its thing forever, you know, before oh, yeah. we could ever understand it. So I'm not wilding out. I just know I have love for everybody. If you don't have love for me, then that's on you. I'm good. It's the Lord. Nelson, that is. <laughs> no, nah, but and, I love every one of those guys. Love them all. Love them all. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, like prep wasn't just a band name for you, man. It's a lifestyle, man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, still listen. positively rocking every party. Still positively rocking every party. Listen, I, I just, uh, in the mail today, I got, I got two new Ralph Lauren shirts. <laughs> and I, it's what I, it's what I do, you know, right? Listen. Right here, that's what I do, man. Right here, that's I mean, I love I, I've loved it for for a long time, so that's what I do, man. It, it, nice. the, the clothes fits the big the big guy well. So Ralph Lauren and Polo, you know, I've reached out to you guys before, you know, and I know you don't really need my help, but to have this big brown beautiful individual right here, because I'm looking straight into the camera, will do you well for sales. You need some other people wearing your stuff, not just the people you have. I'm classic and cool, just like anywhere. <laughs> You use promo code Lord twenty to save twenty percent off on your next raffle. I like it. One hundred percent. I love that. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm trying to get them sponsors too, man. Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> no, it's all. I've like seen that. a lot of people are doing blue chew, but I don't think that'll get just get me in trouble. So I don't need to get on that one. <laughs> hey, we're working. Listen, I'm wide open, man. We're working out. <laughs> I wanted to ask you too uh before we get ready to wrap up here, man. Yes, um the uh you know your latest single what is Ready for War. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah. you sent me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh if if uh 
you said, I mean, you're working, you're not sure about an EP yet or a release, but right now you've just been releasing singles. Where can people uh, find and go check it out? Well, we are, um, with all the new singles, man, uh, we're out there on every digital distribution place. All I got to do is go out there and type up, you know, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. We're everywhere. Um, if they want to, you know, check the fire starters, once again, it's everywhere. And uh, it's on M&O Music also. And what we're really thinking about right now, uh, once again, everywhere digitally, you can find our music. Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. You can find it every single uh, the Firestarters album also, it's all out there. Um, just been looking at things and, and, you know, put out there, should we put out some more like physical copies and things like that? So I think that we're going to make a, a nice little run of physical copies. I think that we're going to put like a little bundle together where uh, it's it's back to those old days of being important to people. And, you know, to, yeah, that yeah. somebody wants to wear that shirt and somebody wants to have that that physical product in their hand. And I know it's better like when you're out there on tour, but to get out on, here on tour now has got to make sense now because it's really expensive and you got to handle, you got to have everything in the proper mindset. But, but Matt and I, we're on the, we're on the same, we're in the same book, same page, same line, same word. We're there. So um, yeah, we're working on doing what we're doing. He sent me some artwork for something. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're doing, we're, listen, it's coming. Let me go ahead and say that it's coming. You know, well, it, it, we'll have it soon. You know, like I, I've been talking with a lot of artists and, and what I, I'm happy about, too, is like vinyls making a comeback. Right. You know, right. Well, right. so, you know, you got to you got to put something out for somebody else's big little brother to carry in a crate. Yeah. You know, to a yeah. Show, yeah. You know? I like so. that. You see that you see the album back here. My Stony Sugar Skull, uh, Dr. Monica Dimler right there. She uh beautiful when she put it. I just love her. She just got a different style to me. I had her on my show. She's just unique. Something about her sonics and what she's doing. I, every time I think about her, <laughs> I start smiling because I think about the music she's doing and it was just different. And I and I was like, oh, my goodness. So she's like, yeah, she's putting out vinyl. I was just like, I'm going to buy it wherever it is. I said, I know I don't want you to send me anything. I'm going to buy it. So, yes, if I get something good that I appreciate or whatever like that and it I'm going to buy it. And I think that is something that we want to do also. Yes, indeed. So I'm, I'm well, glad I you know said what, You know, what got me into the game as a kid, you know, mm -hmm. too, it's like we both agree we're visual people. Right. But it was like having that hard copy mm -hmm. of that vinyl, you know, and they're like, you could, you could put that, put, put that on. Yes. And start to finish. You went on a story. You went right. on a journey, man. Right. And it was like your meditation period almost, yes, you know? Yes, and indeed. you're enjoying the artwork, reading the liner notes, read the liner, what are you headphones on. You know, it helped <laughs> us pause in the, in this crazy world. The world, like yes. you said, stays the same, but the people yeah. are crazy. That's right. We're getting crazier by the day because everything's so like, you know. I'm glad that I can I can I can jam some tunes on this when I'm at right. the gym. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. And I can get through whatever, or when I'm driving, I can listen to you know, uh, live and loud with the Lord Nelson. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, in my car and stuff like that, but uh, but to take that time at home to really enjoy, 100%. you know, that, you know, yeah. a lot of us aren't uh yogis and stuff like that, but that's right. the closest we get to just pausing and enjoying and being, moment, man, you know, music. Listen, music, uh, other than other than my family, you know, my wife and my children, and um, you know, my extended family, which you are also now, it's uh music is just so important to me and 
music is always playing in my head. Something always, my wife used to say like, do you have to sing everything about something? I'm putting <laughs> on my shoes, uh, da, 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 da. that's just me. And she's just like, man, you are the wildest dude in the world. Do you always think about music? I, I not always, but in the 90% time, <laughs> music is, is in my head. And um, so I apply it to everything that I'm doing. You know, if if I'm, listen, if I gotta do this chore or this, that, whatever like that, I don't really wanna be around anybody. I just wanna be with me and my music. Yeah. When, Matt, when Matt sends me something, I don't care what time it is. It's like, I wanna get up and just leave the house. It could be two in the morning, three in the morning. I just wanna get up and put it in my vehicle and just drive around the block or two and just listen to it as loud as it can go and just enjoy, you know, what's going on. So yes, man, I, I, I just, I love music, man. It's just been a part of my life for forever and uh, I'll continue to enjoy it. Yes. Well, I gotta ask you then some of the questions I normally ask my guests man, on ask here. Me. I know this is gonna be a, a tough one for, always a tough one for the music lovers to- Never tough, never. Narrow down, but your top three musical artists. Okay, now that is tough. <laughs> <laughs> My top three musical artists. Listen, I was going to hit you with something I could have gotten off the easy route real quick. So let me go to give you my selfishness. Uh, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. Um, Stuck Mojo, Lord Nelson featuring Lies in no particular order. Plastic Catastrophe is number one right now because that's what I'm doing. And I'll throw No Power, No Crown in there as the, uh, you know, I know it's four, but I'll throw that in there also. So all the stuff that I've done is very important to me. And, and, and it's probably over everything else. Now, when we start going to other people, man, you are a wild dude. <laughs> now, it, is, it is pretty hard because I love so much music. Holy yep. catastrophe. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. I love so much music. That is probably one of, to be honest with you, probably one of the most difficult this is a difficult thing for me. And I don't even know if I can actually give you an answer because of how much music I love. So in my mind right now, every genre is running across my mind. I always talk about Run DMC, but I can talk in the rap world, Run DMC, Public Enemy, uh, Rakim, KRS-One, uh, A Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. I can keep going on and I know I'm missing a NWA, uh, Tupac, Eminem, uh, man, man. I haven't heard all of it like a Machine Gun Kelly album, but I think he's dope as can be too. I love his flow. I love his his attitude also. Um, the old school guys, you know, Nucleus, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Man, I could keep going on and I'm missing so many because there's so yeah. much. So that's just, that, listen, that's just on the rap side. But then you come back to where you talk about the, the Nirvanas and the Metallicas and the Iron Maidens and the, um, goodness. I'm just, I love Volbeat. Also right now, because I love the way Mike sings. I just love music. I love country music, too. You know, the uh, Conway Twitties, the Charlie Prize. Uh, uh, man, it, listen, I can. <laughs> I like Bach and Beethoven and Rachmaninoff and all of these things. I just love music. And no matter what it is, if it's hot, it's hot. And I know I'm going on beyond your three. I just want to say that I love all genres of music. And if it's hot, it's hot. I don't care what it is, and, I, and I'm sorry. I know that probably the, the big three is impossible for me. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I got it's you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go on that. Yeah, that's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> and then uh, 
here's 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 a good question for you. I love hearing mm-hmm. answers for this, especially uh, you know us being parents and stuff too. Uh-huh. I mean, both of my my girls are in college now, but what class do you feel should be mandatory today before graduating high school? Nice. Before graduating high, I'm going to say that they should teach a business class in high school. Business should be a very very important thing for us to understand to not just be workers, but to mm-hmm. want to own business. And, you know, American dream of having your own and doing things. But, you know, you got that 1% up there or 2% that have it all and want everybody yeah. else to be a worker, you know. And uh, the, the the reality of it is that you can work for all the companies you want to, but you won't be rich working for those companies. But they'll be <laughs> they'll yeah. be rich, just what it is, you know. But oh, we're yeah. – but but hey, we're out here able to you know live our lives and do things, and not everybody's meant to be a boss and all those things like that. I get it, but to have the opportunity and be taught those things early in school, your mentality and your drive might be different, other than just like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to graduate, we're going to go to college and graduate and figure it out, you know. And and as something that KRS once said, which is a true statement, he said, everything they teach us in college, they can teach us in high school and coming up. But they tax us because it's all about money. It's yeah. all about money. So, you know, the greed, the greed, the greed, the greed, man, is so terrible at times, man, that people are willing to do bad things to you just for the, the love of money. And that's that's my opinion. That's how I feel. But yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I think I think business is something they, they need to teach people about business and money. Teach people about business and money, man. And and this I, I think everybody will be better. Everybody else, everybody can get a piece of that gigantic pie because there's enough money for everybody. Oh, Every yeah. single person that there is out here, there's enough money for everybody, you know. So that's that's yeah. my answer, a business class. Yeah, I'll have to have you back for a completely different episode because you're speaking, you know, some of the other stuff I like to get into <laughs> about that that 1%, you know, and how they Amen. like to keep us, like, distracted by all these other things and fighting amongst our, each other. 100%. We focus on where the real issue is. One hundred percent. They lose that one percent, loses their power right away. But 100%. that's a whole other episode. Yes, you know? <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't get into politics and stuff too much, man. But you know, I'm always paying attention. I'm always nah. paying attention. Yes, indeed. I have to send you some of my other, my other stuff that uh, YouTube didn't find appropriate for YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, we listen, listen, and we know about the with, with Chris, Chris knows, man, that YouTube is something else. But I'm trying to, you know, with my YouTube page, I'm trying to keep it a little, you know, not too wild, man. But it's all love, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, Chris are on the, you know, have talked about that as well. I've yes, sir. It. Yes, sir. And this one, hopefully, will be a little bit easier for you. But uh, three people who've inspired you, and you can credit for making you the person you are today. I'm going to say my mother, most definitely. She was a person filled with love and respect and always, uh, you know, let us know that we are important and that, you know, when you look at life and you look at people who have the biggest houses or the smallest houses, you don't know what's going on inside that house. You don't know what kind of life they are truly living because you don't have to have all the money in the world to be the happiest person in the world. You don't have to have all the, you know, um, material things to be this. She just let us know that all is great to have all those things, but just being a a good person. And it's something that my brother Relentless uh, from the band Vengeance, he and uh, Hell B, something I I, I roll with now. He said, 
we need more just good human beings in this world. And that's what I want to do my best to be the best human being that I can be. Once again, far from perfect. I fall very, very short from being perfect. I've done some things that, that you know, I can't take back, but I'm definitely sorry for, you know, but I really, um, you know, my mom, um, three people. Um, as far as music wise, I, I think, um, I think my, my brother for, um, just allowing me to be there to see it all, to, to really see all that was going on and, and, and inspire me to really want to do this, you know, cause when you're there front, front and center and you're seeing these, these artists perform and you seeing what's going on and, um, you know, it, in talking to them. It, it it adds something quick thing. I remember Cosmo D from Nucleus telling me and my boy Greg, he said, I'm just like you. I just have more money than you. Yeah, I'm out here on this stage doing what I do. He said, I just have more money than you, but that doesn't make me better than you. That has stuck with me my entire life because it kind of just added on to what my mom was already saying. So Cosmo yeah. D, he, you know, but that's all in the, you know, my brother because he brought them down. And um, man, just inspired. Yeah, you, you, man, you are, you are that dollar bill. You are that guy, man. That's, that's good, man. <laughs> I like to run my mouth, man. You got me really thinking hard. Um, I'm just going to say just friendships, my, my military friendships and thank my dad for being a military guy. So my military friendships probably, there's no doubt about that. My military friendships still very important to me to this very day. I still have conversations with those same people that I grew up with on Fort Jackson, not from Fort Benning, not from Fort Riley, in which those were great places too, but Fort Jackson, South Carolina, still some of my very, very best friends. And, and you know, they are uh, brothers and sisters to me. And I got nothing but love for them. So they've always supported and always been there. And we can talk. We might not talk for months, but when we talk, just like yesterday, you know, oh, just, yeah. like, just like with Rich and Bones and all of the guys. And um, yeah, man. So I, I will say that my mom, my brother with the music and um, my friendships from, you know, Fort Jackson, mom and dad, you know, my dad, too. But yeah, mom's really, though. That's 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 number one beyond thing, man. I miss my mom. Love her, man. It's all love. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, this one, like I like uh, this one takes everybody back. But favorite toy as a child. Can, can we say that on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> before puberty <laughs> I'm sorry man I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to my favorite toy as a child as a child we used to have when we were young we had a lot of things I'm going to say wasn't G.I. Joe I'm going to say like my Hot Wheels my Hot Wheels cars and tracks. That's what I, I played a lot with the, you know, the Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels were just amazing. You know, take them out, take all the orange tracks and release the thing. Hot Wheels. I'm telling 100% Hot Wheels was, was the best thing. That was the best toy in the world. Hot Wheels. I love Hot Wheels. Not nice. Matchbox at the time. It was all about those Hot Wheels and that track <laughs> and releasing that, you know, having the tracks together and then. My brother and I releasing the things to see which one was going to win. Go down and turn and everything, and then the loops. Yeah, it was Hot Wheels. You ever had All a spank? Right. You ever been spanked with a Hot Wheel track? <laughs> 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 
it'll get oh, you yeah. right. It'll get you right. <laughs> I still got the brand, I think. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we don't, uh, you know, we don't subscribe to that kind of lifestyle now. But we're just saying, back in the day, you know, there was a different kind of ass whipping. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Hot Wheels. They got hot. You got the Hot Wheels. (laughs) Yes. And then we've we've been talking about our 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 brothers and sisters in the military. But uh, any any message you have for those currently serving overseas? Just just so many people. I'm just so thankful for what is being done. And I know people say it all the time. Thank you for your service. And, you know, a person like me, I, I, I really mean it because I've seen it from a different aspect and seeing my dad be gone for a while and seeing so many of my friends, my sisters, um, cousins and everything that are in the military. I, I mean, when they talk about military strong, I've got a family that's military strong and so many of those families that have brought so much to me. So we know that those guys are over there doing their thing to this way of life that we have. A lot of people might not want to understand that, but this way of life that we have is is very they're keeping that peace they're keeping that peace for us and you know beyond the 9 11 stuff of people bringing stuff to us like that we've lived a life that has been pretty good man i'm gonna say pretty great not everything's perfect we know that but this life here traveling to these other places and you would know this also traveling to these other places and to europe and everything beautiful and everything so old and amazing over there but I will say, man, just being here in the United States is is an amazing thing. And if everybody can get together and really, you know, live to what what the what the meaning of that Declaration of Independence and all those things like that, you know, of what this is supposed to be, you know, and if everybody can roll, yeah, we all have differences and all that stuff like that, man. But I'm 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 so beyond the madness, you know. I'm just me, and I I'm thankful for how I was brought up as a military kid. So I know those people that are over there in the military, they have a different perspective of what life is because their perspective is a life of togetherness. That's what that military teaches you, that that's your brother, that's your sister. And so everything that they're doing, I'm so thankful and I want everybody to get home safely and just be careful and just do your thing, man. Indeed. What Much love to every single one of them. Every single one of them. Indeed. Awesome. Yeah. Man, Lord, it's been it's been great talking with you. I'm, yeah, I'm, so, glad. I'm so grateful uh Chris connected us and uh you know this won't be the last time we talk for Amen. sure. We're good, you know? man. We're good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, before I get ready and let you go and stuff, if there uh like I said, if we if there's uh fans that may be, you know, getting uh new to you and, and what you're doing and, and what current projects and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. would you send them? Once again, you know, they can find me on Live and Live with the Lord. I'm going to talk about everything on the CMS Network, you know, with Five Rose Entertainment. It's my my, my company. But uh, anywhere, on Facebook, you know, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. Uh, Lord Nelson is out there. Facebook made you change the, you know, Lloyd Nelson. If you go out there, um, I'm there on Facebook. But Lords and Legends on on Instagram. And I'm on TikTok on Live and Live with the Lord on, on TikTok. I'm just... Anywhere that you want to find this guy, if you put in Lord Nelson rapper, he's going to come up. I'm there. And and so the Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson, anytime that you put that in there, we're going to come up. Um, we're there. As, as Shaq and a lot of mother would say, man, better Google me, man. Google, <laughs> Google me. <laughs> you know, if you Google, I'll be there. And um, I'm receptive to the love 
And when love is given to me, I always reciprocate, no doubt. So, uh, I, and I think every single person, once again, who's taking the time to enjoy your show, to enjoy my show, to to come and just hang out with us, man, and just know that we're just having a great conversation, man. No need to worry. Come on in. As I say, no need to knock. Put your feet up and just relax. We're good to go. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Amen, man. Amen. And then uh, one last uh, favor before I let you go. Uh-huh. Uh, you mind cutting a promo ID for the show? Just of course, I'll do it. Yeah, of course, man. Today's boondoggle. Okay, just 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 today's boondoggle. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you know who it is. It is the Lord, and I am on today's boondoggle. Yeah! <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could count on you, man. No, that's me, man. I listen. Let me tell you what's so funny. So Scott Bowling, who is of course on on our network too, on on the network also. So I I did Scott's show, and Scott's got like the primo show. I went down to his studio. It is amazing. I mean, everything is professional: cameras, staff, makeup, all of it. So I went down there. So, um, man, what's my man's name from um? Holy catastrophe. I can't remember. Anyway, I can't remember his name now. I'm, I'm flipping, trying to remember. because. So anyway, so he came in there and he saw me doing my thing. And so I was doing a promo for Scott. And so he was just like, man, I thought this guy was your, um, he was your spokes guy. He was your whatever. He's like, no, nah, this Lord does for Stuck Mojo. He's doing whatever. And so I did my promo because that's who I am. I, you give me something like that, I'm going to be me. 100%. That's what I go into. Woo! I'm Lord Nelson mode. And so he said, you mean I got to come after him? <laughs> He's just like, oh, my gosh. But nah, man, that's just who I am. Just who I am. Just the dude I am, man. So it's all love, man. It's all nice, love. man. Well, hey, man, it was good getting to know you today, and uh, yes, I will definitely stay in touch, Lord. Thank of course, and, time, and so, man. listen, if, if you do me the favor, too, this within the next couple of weeks, I know, say, say within two weeks or so, whenever you can do it, find the time. Um, I want to have you on also. Let's, 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 get into, let's get into your world, man. Let's, let's promote you, too. Let's do that. I, I, would, I would be honored, man. Thank yeah, you so no much. Doubt. Indeed, indeed. So we'll work that out. Indeed. Sounds good. Sounds right, good, man. man. Hey, look, right. I appreciate it. Great time, bro. Great time. Take care. All right, you too. Be good. Tell your daughters to say hello. Yeah, I will. All right, man. Bye-bye. Peace.
Hey, baby, this is Double D, also known as Dream Daddy. And I gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle. And the name is Dream Nutrition. So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well, then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, protein, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash boondog10. And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. So tell them dream daddy and your friends from today's boondog sent you. Thank you for listening once again to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Please be sure to check out our website, DomainCLE.com or Today'sBoondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives. Follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. And please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash today's boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via today's boondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening. for tuning into this week's today's boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news and information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for supporting, sharing, and tuning into today's boondoggle.